I've mentioned that our three-year cycle is designed so that we can experience what it must have been like to accompany Jesus Christ for those three years of his public ministry. That experience that the disciples had 2,000 years ago. And hence, we have these three years to listen to what the disciples listened to, to experience what the disciples experienced. And as I mentioned, that's why these past few weeks after Easter, we were listening to their experiences with the risen Lord, different disciples. These past few weeks, we've been reflecting on Jesus' farewell discourse during the Last Supper. What better way to prepare ourselves or dispose ourselves for that departure of Jesus Christ. Jesus at the Last Supper was preparing his disciples for his death when he would suffer, when he would die on a cross, and they would feel that they were left alone. All of the disciples abandoned Jesus except for Mary, Mary Magdalene, John the Evangelist. All the rest, they fled. They felt alone. And so what better way to prepare ourselves or to what better text to reflect on when we are approaching the Feast of the Ascension, 40 days after Easter, when Jesus apparently would leave them for the second time and they would feel alone. And it's not just something that these disciples experienced 2,000 years ago, but as I mentioned at the beginning of Mass, it's something that affects me today. Jesus does not physically walk the face of the earth as he did 2,000 years ago. He doesn't. What the disciples had, the experiences they had, Jesus does not speak to us in that way today. Jesus does not present himself to us in that way anymore. The loss that the disciples experienced 2,000 years ago, we have inherited that loss, you might say. Now, how many times have you felt that loss, that frustration? You say, Jesus, this would just be a whole lot easier if you had stuck around. And so the question comes, today is the Feast of the Ascension. A feast, what is it? It's a day when we're celebrating, we're happy. We're happy on Ascension because that's when Jesus left us. And we can kind of go, huh? Why? Why should we celebrate the fact that Jesus is no longer walking physically on the face of the earth? We should be complaining, not celebrating today. I think in order to understand why Jesus ascended into heaven, why Jesus went up, we have to first ask ourselves, why did Jesus come down? That brings us to today's gospel. There's a phrase in today's gospel that I don't know if it struck you, but we have Jesus who commands his disciples to go to this mountain. He says, I'm going to meet you there. Jesus appears to the apostles. They see the apostles there. And it says, they worshipped him, but they doubted. They say, well, wait a minute. They worshipped him, but they doubted? 
I mean, come on. Three years living, living with Jesus Christ. Not only that, but experiencing the risen Lord not only on Easter Sunday, but for 40 days. Try to imagine. Think back to Easter Sunday. You know how long ago that was? Imagine it. That's how long these apostles had Jesus Christ with them. He ate with them. He appeared with them. He appeared on the lake and they were fishing. He prepared breakfast for them. He came into the upper room and stood before them. They were able to stick their fingers into the holes in his hands, their hand into his side. Forty days of that. And Jesus approaches them and they worship, but they doubt. You've got to be kidding me. How could you possibly doubt that? I think the clue is how today's gospel begins. Throughout all of the gospels, there's mention of the twelve. Jesus calls the twelve. Jesus sends out the twelve. Jesus gathers the twelve. These twelve disciples, these twelve apostles that Jesus had called, lived with, and loved. And how does today's gospel begin? Matthew purposefully says, the eleven. The eleven went up the mountain. The eleven. We're talking about a group of disciples who are fully aware of betrayal, of sinfulness, of weakness. Not only Judas, but also their own, abandoning Jesus Christ in the worst moment when he was about to suffer and die for them, they all left him. We're talking about a group of disciples who are discouraged at their own weakness, discouraged at their own sinfulness. Matthew says, the eleven. They no longer call themselves the twelve. We are missing one who betrayed Jesus Christ. The eleven. They're dwelling on their sinfulness, their weakness. And sin always causes us to doubt God. Think about it. Go back to the very beginning of the Bible, Adam and Eve. God, who would walk in the garden every evening with Adam and Eve, right, which is a sign of that fellowship, that friendship, that God wanting to share his life with Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve who were sharing their life with God every evening, walking through the garden together, sharing their life together. And what happens after Adam and Eve's sin? God walks into the garden and they hide. They doubt God. God, who was friend, now becomes foe. Isn't that true? When we sin, how often we run away from God? How often do we begin to doubt Him when we experience our weakness? When God 
proposes a whole new way of life to us, and yet what happens? We hide. We say, no, God, get out of my life. And maybe we don't say it, but our actions say it. Our actions speak louder than our words. God comes to take away. If I truly pick up the gospel, if I truly pick up the word of God and live it, I will not be happy because God takes away. God takes away the pleasures of life. Those who follow God don't have fun. That's what we can begin to think. Our sinfulness causes us to doubt the very God who is in love with us. And so why did Jesus come down? Why did God come down? He came down to find us. He came down to walk in the garden once again with you and with me. Why? Because we have become afraid of God. Why? Because just as the disciples, when they saw Jesus on the mountain, they worshipped, they knew it was God, they knew it was Jesus. They worshipped, but they doubted. They worshipped Jesus, but they were afraid because they were the eleven. They were marked by sinfulness, by weakness. They were dwelling on it. And the reason Jesus came down was to show how God wants to be close to you, wants to be close to me, wants to touch your sinfulness, your weakness. He wants to grab your hand again and walk in the garden once more. But what's more is he doesn't want to do that simply here in this life. This world is not the end. He wants, to, he wants to bring us back to the Father. So why do we celebrate the ascension? Because Jesus came down in order to show us the way back up. Jesus did not, on ascension, leave us, but he came to lead us and to remind us that this is not our home. 